Welcome to the Irresistible You podcast. This is the place to get a dose of empowerment to create the life you crave and deserve. I'm your host, Amy Beltran, CEO and founder of Irresistible University. Through my online coaching program, I teach women just like you how to drop the body image issues, lose the emotional weight, and gain the confidence to look and feel irresistible at any size. If you would like to find out if Irresistible You, my signature online program, is a good fit for you, I invite you to sign up for a free confidence clarity call at irresistibleicing.com slash call. You can also find the link in the show notes. Let's get started, guys. Welcome, everyone. I'm so excited. I know my audio might be a little echoey and a little off just yet. I'm still trying to get it right in my new Irresistible University HQ. I have officially moved into what is going to be my brand new office. I am so excited. Last week when I came to you, I was recording from one of the bedrooms, which will be my son's, that sounds so crazy to say that, (laughs) is going to be my son's room. Um, I was recording in there because the flooring is carpet and it's a much smaller room. The office space that I'm in, I'm in the room over the garage, so this is about probably more than double the amount of space I had in my old house. The floors are wood also, so we're experimenting with different rugs and pillows and such to kind of absorb the sound. And now that the furniture is getting in here, um, it's really starting to come together. I posted some pics on my Instagram stories. If you're not following me, go ahead and follow me at Irresistible Icing. Over there, I am sharing um, just behind the scenes of all the chaos and clutter and things that are happening with our move as we try to get into the house. And, you know, it's crazy because I've had these moments of just feeling so overwhelmed. And I shared it last week how moving into a new house feels a lot like the self-love journey where one minute you're like, I got this, this is going to be great. (laughs) And the next minute you're just feeling overwhelmed and stressed and like, oh my God, I don't know what I'm doing. (laughs) And you kind of just have to lean into that. And that's where I'm at in my own personal life right now is just leaning into, I'm calling it beautiful chaos because that is exactly what it is. (laughs) And, you know, I am just about six months pregnant, which I can't, like, I literally like can't even grasp that because even though I'm trying to be in the moment and embrace the pregnancy with the move and the lockdowns and the pandemic and just all the craziness that has happened in this year, it's, still has flown by. And so now I'm hoping that we're here. I can slow down. I can really start to focus on getting the the baby's room ready and just preparing. Because believe it or not, with everything going on with the move, I haven't even purchased one thing yet <laughs> for him. Um, and so now I feel like we have a space for him. We did not have a space for him at the old house. And now that we are here, we can actually start to plan and and get things ready and buy things because we have space to put it in. So that's just kind of where I'm at um, and where things are. And I'm hoping the audio will only continue to get better in here once we start to add some more pillows. And um, my desk has not come in yet. I ordered a brand new desk and 
Another thing with coronavirus is because all these factories that make furniture and appliances and, you know, all kinds of things were either shut down or they were redirecting to create masks and medical equipment, they don't have inventory. They have more demand right now than they have inventory. So there's pieces of furniture and such that we've looked at that won't even be available till the end of September. So, you know, it's just, you got to roll with it. There's no reason to get mad about things or pissed off. It's disappointing, but you just kind of have to accept, accept where you are. And what I want to talk about today is kind of the same thing as far as, you know, the way, the language that you use really means everything. And we think that, you know, changing our life, transforming our life, losing weight, physical weight, losing emotional weight, we think losing weight is, um, oh, I just get the right diet and I, I learn what keto things to eat or I take out carbs or I do this. And it's like, you know, that's the last thing that you should be worried about if you want to physically lose your weight. What you really need to get serious about and what you really need to start focusing on is the way that you speak to yourself. And inside of my Irresistible You program, we spend a lot of time on changing the way that you think and feel. Because the way that you think, the way that you speak to yourself, that inner voice that you have going on all the time, ultimately influences the way that you feel about yourself. And the way that you think and feel about yourself influence the way that you act, the actions that you take in your life. And I always say that when you look around your life and you don't like where you are, where you are is a culmination of all the different actions that you're taking, the choices that you're making, the decisions that you're making. And when you don't have good self-esteem and you don't have self-love and self-worth, you don't always make good decisions and choices for yourself because you don't feel worthy of those things. You don't stand up for yourself because you don't feel good enough. So we start back at the basics of, okay, like how do I, we call it breaking the rules. How do I break the rules that I've created for myself? Because we all have these rules that we have put into place that are based upon our experiences, what we believe about ourselves and all of those things. And so the other day during one of our weekly Zoom coaching calls, one of my clients, she, um, she said a word. So she was talking about, um, she loves to teach yoga and she's, and she said, and she was talking about going for her daily walks and something about how I'm paraphrasing. She kind of just had to force herself to go do it. And I was like, stop right there. Stop right there. First things first, you have to be careful of how you say things. And I want to talk about that word force for a second. Okay. Because let's back up to where you are. If you're on the yo-yo diet, body hate, shame cycle, if you've been listening to me for a while, you know my terminology, you know the yo-yo diet, body hate, shame cycle. It's the ongoing cycle of 
I'm going to start over on Monday. I've got this awesome new diet that I saw in the infomercial. I'm going to just stick to it. It's going to be hard. I'm going to hustle. I'm going to get it done. I'm never going to have to lose weight again. And I'm just going to do this thing. And I'm going to like suffer my way through it. And then you're two to three days into it. You have a bad day. You go and you just have to like eat the hot pink cupcakes in the bathtub. And next thing you know, you're beating yourself up. The guilt and shame has come on. And you're like, see, I told you, you fat ass, you'll never get where you want to be. You always do this to yourself. You're always starting and stopping, blah, 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 blah. Okay, that's the yo-yo diet, body, hate, shame cycle. When you're on that cycle and you're in that diet mentality of trying the next latest, greatest fad diet that you see out there, what is it that you have to do? You force yourself. You have to force yourself to eat this bullshit food. You have to force yourself to not, you know, eat a cupcake when you want to have a cupcake. You have to force yourself to do the hardcore, makes you want to throw up P90X level workouts instead of doing things that feel really good and natural. And that's why I said, let's back up a second and let's stop using the word force. Because here's the thing. When you come from a place of self-love and desiring and craving to transform your life, to become the next level version of yourself, that doesn't ever require you to force yourself to do anything. Because the difference becomes... I'm going to make a commitment to me because I know that I deserve to have better in my life. I know that I'm worthy of making better choices. I know that I'm worthy of moving my body. I'm worthy of filling my body with foods that actually make me physically feel good and that taste good. I should never have to force myself to do anything. Now, Let's talk about this. We're all going to have the days where we don't feel like taking the walk. We don't feel like going to the class. We don't feel like doing something. And I want you to change your language and how you think about yourself and how you talk to yourself because it's not about forcing yourself to go do it. Okay? It is about making a commitment and keeping that commitment to yourself. That is the difference. And when you make a commitment to yourself because you know that you deserve a better way of living, then you have the drive and the motivation behind those days where you just don't feel like doing it. And so that's why in the program, with my members, we spend a lot of time at the beginning, they do this future visioning exercise where they write this letter to their future self and it's very descriptive and very detailed because that is the guiding light when you have days where you're just not feeling like doing something. And the way I describe commitment versus force, it's just like when you're in a relationship. So for those of you that are married or in a committed relationship, you made a commitment to that person, right? For better, for worse, for sickness or health. You made a commitment to that person. And so if my husband calls me and says, hey, babe, can you pick up 
uh, some water or some toilet paper on your way home. I forgot to do it and I, I can't get out of work. Or, hey, could you go um, could you go online and take care of that thing that we were talking about because I forgot about it. And I'm busy. I've got a million other things going on. I'm pissed off because I don't want to have to stop what I'm doing because he needs something from me. But I do it not because he's forcing me to go pick the thing up from the grocery store. It's because we have a commitment and we honor one another. So when I have a commitment to my husband, it's like, well, okay, sure, I'll go do it for you because I know that he also has my back when I need things. He doesn't force me to do a damn thing. <laughs> like that's not happening in this, in this marriage, in this relationship. Uh, no, there is no forcing of anything. Okay, but when you have a commitment to someone because you love that person, you still will do things for that person even when you don't feel like doing it. Do you see the difference? Versus if you're in a toxic relationship and that person is literally forcing you to do things, that is not okay. (laughs) That is not okay. It is never okay. So why are you not treating yourself like you would a person you love in a committed relationship? Because you should be someone that you love that you're committed to first. First and foremost, you should be committed to yourself, okay? So I want you to really think about that. If you're having to force yourself to do a workout or to eat certain types of foods, first and foremost, you need to reevaluate the relationship you have with yourself, the beliefs you have about yourself. And second of all, you need to reevaluate why you're doing those things. Like I've had clients before like, well, I, I just can't, I, I love sugar. And I'm like, then eat the damn sugar. <laughs> like, then then eat the effing sugar. Like, what else do you want me to tell you? You know, I, I believe that you need to fix your relationship with yourself. And then that, in turn, fixes the relationship that you have with food. Because... However, you're lo- if, if you're on a physical weight loss journey, however it is that you're trying to lose weight should not be a temporary fix. It should be how you intend on living your life till you die. And I intend on eating cake and icing until I die. I refuse to live a life where I don't get to have cake with icing. Buttercream icing, thank you. And my birthday is in 23 days, y'all. So my cake is coming. and I am never going to live a life where I'm not going to eat birthday cake. So you have to learn how to have a better relationship with yourself, how to talk to yourself, how to love yourself, and that in turn is going to fix the relationship you have with food because you should be able to be around any type of food without having an anxiety attack. So what ends up happening You throw those bullshit diets away and you just decide, I'm going to learn how to eat in moderation. I'm going to learn how to eat without binging in the food so that when I have a bad day, I have other ways to handle that besides eating hot pink cupcakes in the bathtub. And then you drop that mentality, that mindset that I'm starting over, start and stop and start and stop and start and stop. That goes away. There is no start and stop. 
And the other thing too is so many of you are putting a timeline on your freaking weight loss. I have to lose 50 pounds by Labor Day weekend. Like, come on. Like, you got to get realistic with yourself. And we actually had this conversation on a coaching call too. It was like, I told one of my clients, I was like, you got to throw the timeline away. You can have a goal, but stop trying to put a deadline because when you put a deadline for a number, there's no meaning behind that. So I'm going to save that for our, another episode because I want to talk more about that with you guys too around, you know, wh- how do you set a goal? What is the purpose of setting a goal? Because you do need the goal. You need the guidepost. But you have to stop attaching your success to reaching a certain number by a certain date and then calling yourself a big fat fucking failure because you don't get there. And so then you just start the cycle. What if, what if it took you, <laughs> what if you stopped looking at it as starting and stopping and you just started looking at this journey as like, I'm going to learn how to finally talk to myself, how to love myself, how to be confident in myself. And I don't care how long it takes to lose the weight because I'll never have to lose it again because I'll actually drop the emotional weight first Because that's the thing that's never going to get you to your goal. If you're just relying on diets, hoping that you're going to get to this magic number by this magic date, but you're not willing to work on your own bullshit, you're never going to get there. You're going to keep repeating this cycle over and over and over again. So that's why I said at the very beginning of this episode, I don't give a shit what a diet plan, like that is not your concern. Your concern needs to be How do I talk to myself? What do I think about myself? What rules have I created around what it means to be the fat girl? What rules have I created around what it means to use food when I don't feel good about myself? That's the shit you need to fix. And if you fix that, the physical weight loss, it becomes an afterthought. It becomes a side effect. And it becomes less of an obsession. And I promise you, until you fix that, I don't care what stupid-ass keto diet of the month you go on, it's never going to change how you think about yourself. Because you're not learning how to detach your self-worth from your success on the scale, from your success of losing weight. Because the minute you have a bad day and you go off your plan, what do you do? I'm such a big fat failure. I suck. I see. I knew I couldn't do this. Here I go again. I'm going to start all over again, beating yourself up. But before I start over again, let me go binge my face off. That's what you do. And that's what you have to stop. And the way that you stop that cycle, because you sit there and go, oh my God, why am I like this? Why can't I stop? You can't stop because you don't know how else to think and feel about yourself. And that's where we have to begin. We have to start with the emotional weight first. And that's what I teach in my program is how to lose the emotional weight so that you can stand up for yourself, so that you can feel good about yourself, so that you can stop using food and other people to get your self-worth. You get your self-worth from yourself and you sure as hell don't get your self-worth from what you do on the scale. And that's the problem is so many people think, oh, I'm just going to lose the weight and then I'm going to work on me. It's like, yeah, but what you're teaching your brain is 
I'm only worthy of good things when I weigh this number. I'm only worthy of treating myself well when I'm skinny. And so in the program, we talk about you're going to do that the whole way down the scale, whether you want to lose weight or not. I don't teach weight loss. I teach how to lose emotional weight so that you can become the most irresistible version of yourself possible. Whether you want to lose your physical or not, it doesn't matter to me. Because if you can't feel good about yourself at your highest weight, you're not going to magically feel great the rest of your life because you weigh 120. That doesn't happen. Weight loss is not a prerequisite for self-love and self-worth. It starts with our thoughts and it starts with how we think and feel about ourselves. So I want you to be really aware of your language. How are you talking to yourself? How are you talking about yourself to other people? How do you talk to yourself with those conversations in your head? Your language matters. It matters a lot. So again, you know, the specific word we talked about today was force force versus commitment. When you decide to make a commitment to yourself, you don't have to force yourself to go and do what you need to do to take good care of you. You do it because you know that you deserve better because you're loving and honoring yourself where right now you're forcing yourself. Oh, I guess I'll eat this nasty uh, fruit salad or this boring ass salad that was on my plan, even though I don't want it, that's forcing. Because you don't have the confidence in yourself to be around other types of food. You think the only way to get to where you want to be is to force yourself to eat this ridiculous diet and you go on these bullshit diets that even tell you that bananas are bad for you, grapes are bad for you. Go back and listen to my episode about the grapes because I went off. <laughs> I went off. I had a medical nutritionist tell me, oh my God, you ate grapes as a snack. Yes, bitch. And I will continue to eat grapes as a snack. And I never ate fruit, grapes, or bananas until I was an adult. So yeah, that's kind of a big deal for me. And if anyone is going to sit there and tell you that eating fruit is bad, bye. Bye. So you just need to get real with yourself. You need to really tune in and listen. How are you talking to yourself? How are you thinking about yourself? And that is so much of what we cover in the program. So, you know, I talk a lot about the program here on the podcast. If you want to find out if like, I want to learn more about Irresistible You. I want to enroll in the program. I want to find out if this is a good fit for me. I want you to register for a free confidence clarity call. On that call, we will talk about your goals. What are you trying to do? What do you want for yourself? What is your future vision plan for yourself? And I will help you determine if the program that I have is a good fit or not. And if it's not, I have other resources I can provide for you as well. But that way we can kind of figure out where you are and get you the support that you need. So you stop sitting around telling yourself, well, sort over on Monday. Like we got to stop that. We have to stop that. Um, And then also, if you haven't already, 
I do have a free action plan that you can download and that link is also in the show notes. So if you don't have my free action plan, you want to go ahead and make sure that you sign up for that. And when you sign up for the free action plan, you also get put into my email. So you find out when there's a new episode, you find out what's happening at Irresistible University headquarters and all the things. So I think that's going to be it, guys. Um, I'm so excited to finally be in a real space again. (laughs) I feel like I'm coming back to life. Make sure you follow me on Instagram at Irresistible Acing. You can also join the free Facebook group, which is the Irresistible You podcast discussion group. I have not been as active in there in the last couple weeks for obvious reasons. (laughs) I've been much more active on Instagram, but I am going to be back in the group posting stuff in there on the regular. So make sure you join the group. That is where we discuss the weekly episodes and anything else that you want to talk about that we talk about here on Irresistible You. So I hope you're having an amazing week. Until the next time, stay irresistible. Bye, guys.